Our sponsor today is Stamps.com. Do you need some stamps? I assume you can get some there. Thank you for downloading the Anecdotal Experience podcast. If you get a chance, like the Facebook page. Not that it matters. Lil Kim has 3 million likes on Facebook. And nobody cares about Lil Kim. Hey, it's Joey. Thanks for coming back to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. Always great to have you. And today, our guest is Faith Mueller, the always funny Faith Mueller. It's a good episode. We had a lot of fun. Talk about creepy dudes. You know what it's like being a creepy dude. You're probably a creepy dude. But what is the experience as the girl that you're creeping on? What's that like? Is it flattering? Is it good? Is it a positive experience? Let's find out. Let's figure out what that's like. I'm stoked for you to get to listen to this. We're getting t-shirts made. T-shirts are coming soon. DM me on Facebook. Get at me, call me, 574-527-3094. If you want a t-shirt, they're gonna be cheap and they're gonna be super soft. Thanks for coming back. Let's do it. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, ready. Okay, cool. Let's do, uh, yeah, talk about Kroger. Okay. How'd you get there? Okay. And then like, yeah, who you were as a little kid. Or 16? I was probably, I was 15 or 16 at the time. Oh, that's perfect. I started working at Kroger at 15. It was like a coming of age day. Your first job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me. Okay. That's Out in, like, how the I come real of age. World. Right. Yeah. No, like your first job, because you're, you're in, it's like, that's like the public. Anybody's welcome. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. working with grown-ups. Yep. I didn't work with kids. I worked with union workers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like real people. Like people with pain. Real sad yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People that have seen some shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. I love oh, yeah. it. Let's go with it. Okay. I'm so ready. you apply? I applied to Kroger yeah. at 15. All right. And um, they pretty much called me the next day. And I came in for an interview. Mm-hmm. And I um, I started working there as a bagger. So I bagged people's groceries and I pushed carts and okay. I took it very, very seriously. Oh yeah. Was it, was like dad forcing you to get the job or what? No, um, I actually grew up, I was the middle child of five. Okay. So I, I really wanted to get a job because I couldn't afford to have all the things that I wanted as a okay. teenager. Like if I wanted certain kinds of clothes or if I wanted a car, I would have to buy them myself. Yeah. So I decided to get a job. Nice. At 15. So get I could a car just, yeah. So I could buy a car so okay. I could buy clothes so I could have the things that I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my parents did not mind that I worked. I think they were kind of proud that I wanted to. Oh yeah. Yeah. They would drop me off there and pick me up when I first started. Cause I was 15 um, and then, then I got promoted to a cashier and then customer service. And I really, really liked you pride. At Kroger. I took pride in Kroger. Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> at what point, like how old serious. were you when you were a customer service? 17. You're behind the counter. Yeah, I'm behind the like counter, like where... managing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So when does it get weird? Um, it got weird. Um, I, I did notice that when you work with the public, 
you see a lot of people, you see the people you work with, but you see the same people over and over again too, mm-hmm. because you're a neighborhood store. Yeah. Um, and the, I, I did notice I would get hit on a lot, and I, that was probably the first time that started to happen because I was a teenager, but I was starting to look like a woman. Okay. Um, you weren't getting hit on in school. I was getting hit on in school, but that's different because you're getting hit on by other people your age, guys your age. Okay. Which is completely different than being hit on by grown men. Yeah, because this is probably, like, the kids at school are probably, they probably haven't flirted before. Right. So when you're being, like, hit on by a grown man. Yeah, the kids at school, you're in, they're innocent, you're equals. Yeah. But the grown men, um, they, they would just, they would, I remember a couple times there were men that would come in and try to get me to work other places. Okay. And the weirdest thing that ever happened was um, a, a man that wrote me a letter. All right. And his name was Tom. Okay. What's your relationship with Tom? I don't. I didn't ever saw Tom. You before. had never seen him before. I'd never seen. Tom oh, this before. is a. Okay. I didn't know who he was until after he came in, and I I realized after he had written the letter who he was. I oh. knew, he. I like, would recognize like, oh, him by guy. looking at his face. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I never noticed him like being particularly creepy or weird toward me until this letter. Yeah. But the letter was kind of disturbing because it was on like a piece of notebook paper and it was written in pencil. And Where did he leave it? He gave it to um, somebody that else that worked there. Okay. And wrote my name on it and they handed it to me. He knew your me. name. He knew my name. Well, we wore name tags. True, yeah. So he had to know my He knew what I looked like. He knew my name. Yeah. I was at the very oldest 16 at this time. Okay. So the letter said that ever since he had seen me, he wanted to take care of me. Uh, And he wanted to take me to Kings Island and he wanted to buy me things and he wanted, but he never used language like girlfriend or ask me out. It was like he wanted me to be his pet. It sounds fatherly. It was fatherly, but not fatherly because okay. I, ha- I have a father right so <laughs> i have a great father right well this, he doesn't know that though. he doesn't know that but it, it was he was implying that he wanted me to like take trip. he said that he didn't imply he said he wanted me to take trips with him yeah he wanted i don't know if he knew how old i was or not but i never looked older than my age right i mean i looked like a teenager yeah you were a kid i was a kid did it seem innocent at all, or no. was it super creepy? It was extremely creepy. Okay. When I first, the first time I read the letter, I thought, oh, this guy's just asking me out. And then when the person told me about who had handed the letter, it came out, it became pretty obvious that this was a man in his 30s. What, so how old did you age. think it would be? Like, how old did you when think When I read this guy? the letter, it was weird because I thought, well, he's saying take care of me, so maybe he's at least like 19 or 20. Yeah. But then the way the letter was written seemed like it was written by a teenager. Were you into it at all? Like, when you read it, were you like, oh, maybe this is a dateable boy? Yeah. The you first, did? The okay. The very first time I read it, I thought, oh, this is... And then when I kind of read over it again, I said, oh, no, that sounds kind of creepy. You wouldn't date this guy. No. Yeah. And then when I found out it was like a 30-something-year-old man... You're probably pretty bummed. I was pretty bummed, but also kind of disturbed, because there's yeah. nothing that I could do about it. He yeah, because he's going to come back. He was going to come in the store no matter what. I was right. going to see this guy. And after that, he there were a couple times when he called the store asking about, like, returns. Yeah. 
And you're behind customer service, aren't you? At that point, I was behind the customers. I must have been 16 because I was behind the customer service desk a little bit at that point. Um, And he's trying to reach you. He's trying to reach me. He's trying to like... Yeah, okay, or do you feel threatened? Um, no. I feel like now, Looking that would back, be... I would think of was a threat, but at the time, I did it. At the time, I think that that was one of the first... Reflecting upon that was probably one of the first times I ever thought about um, any man being a predator. You know what? I just didn't... Yeah, that never crossed your mind. I was always kind of like a strong yeah. girl. You weren't scared. I was never, like, scared of people. But then I started to realize, oh, maybe I should be. Yeah. What <laughs> this guy look like? Maybe I should be scared. He was not a bad-looking person. Oh, interesting. No, he was tall and thin. Um, he had, like, really light eyes. But then he looked kind of crazy if you looked at his face. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which any <laughs> sort of sex appeal at all would be gone because of how If you crazy. looked at his face, you yeah. were like... You see the you crazy? You would see him from a distance. You'd be like, oh, that's a good-looking yeah. guy in his yeah. 30s. And then when you got closer, you're like, he's not okay. Yeah. Which any man that old who writes a letter to a teenager is not okay. Right. <laughs> if there was any doubt. You should know better. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. I mean, there were other instances at Kroger where... I, I remember when I was, like, 16 or 17, like, somebody asked me to come work at a strip club. Yeah. Somebody asked me to come, like, wash cars. Oh, my gosh. There was, but I'm, like, really young at this time. So I'm, like, I'm really starting to realize that that it's never going to feel good to use my looks to get things. It's okay. going to feel, because it, it felt so shameful at such a young age that oh, wow. really it never felt... It was like, it you weren't weird. flattered. No. It was just gross. Maybe for us, like a second you were flattered. Yeah. You were like, oh, this means I'm pretty. And yeah. then it was like, no, it really doesn't. Because if you've yeah. been to the strip club or a car wash, you know those women are just thin. They're not even like... They're not Sometimes cute. not even that. Right. If a guy was like, hey... <laughs> I was just young. Right. It was, you met the bill. Because it's like, oh, you're young and thin. You're young and thin. Right. It didn't mean you were hot necessarily. No. Just meant that you could throw on like a bikini and, and take it off and guys would probably like it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. So... I have something, like, a story kind of on that, like a male perspective. Okay. Um, I don't want to interrupt your thought, but I'll just I'll just say it. My buddy had that, too. Because I think as men, we kind of assume, oh, like, male attention as a female must feel like female attention as a man. And mm, my buddy had that. He thought, we always assume that, like, oh, aren't you flattered? Like, guys think you're pretty. But he had that. He was at a consignment. A guy, Dan Remington, he was on the podcast. Okay. Uh, but he had this time where he was at a consignment store, and there was a guy that worked there. Very obviously gay man, okay? Okay. Like, starts flirting with him, like, kind of innocently. Mm-hmm. And he was, he's there with his wife, okay? Gotcha. And he's kind of, he's flattered at first. And then the guy gets so aggressive and almost, like, insinuating sex. Mm. Almost. And he left the consignment store just feeling terrible. Right. He just felt, I don't know. And then when he explained it to me, I felt, I understood what he was feeling. Yeah. Which is really interesting because usually we're like, oh, you know, feels good. You know, someone thinks I'm pretty. Anyone thinks you're pretty. Gay man, like straight woman. Right. But he just felt like garbage. 
Right. Yeah. And I don't think that there are many as many experiences when men do feel like that. No, I've never so, felt like that. So that was probably pretty eye-opening to him. Yeah. Like, oh, geez. Like, this is how women feel. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, and not that you never feel flattered when someone hits on you. And it doesn't really matter if the person is like good looking or not good looking or successful or not successful. I don't think that's what um, makes a difference in whether or not you're flattered. I think it's how if the person's treating you like an equal oh, yeah. or if the person's making you feel unsafe. Yeah. If people. That, yeah, that's the it's difference. It's the intention. It's intention. Right. right. Because, I, yeah. Because I've heard guys say, oh, well. If I were really good looking or if I were really like this or that, you'd like it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not, that's you not really like quite the attention. it. Yeah. Right? That's not really quite it at all. Because I have, I have guy friends that are good looking, but they don't make women feel good when they talk to them. So they don't like it. I think it helps a little. <laughs> it helps a little. You know what I mean? It can buy you a it little can, bit of flattery. It can if buy you're like, you some time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, it'll give you... Absolutely. That's for sure. It'll give you, if you're really creepy, if you're like a really creepy dude, but you're cute, you got about, you got a minute longer. You might even have a date. You might even have a couple dates longer. Yeah. With a dumb enough girl, you might have months. Oh, they don't count. (laughs) We're not. No, yeah, you're right. We're talking about normal people with like legitimate intuition. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are people, I mean, dudes are like that too. If like, if someone's like super attractive, they're like, oh, I'm all in. Yeah. And then they just can't <laughs> see past. But it's worse for a woman because it's, it's right. obviously a power yeah. difference there. Right. But, um, it's funny, my my sister-in-law, she's going to listen to this, but okay. she said something funny because there was this dude, we were golfing, we were at this like driving range. And there was this dude that was huge, like beefy guy, real, like real good looking guy, yeah. like huge arms and stuff. And they're golfing next to us. And we were, ta- it was a date. And I said something where I'm like, he could have been the most boring guy ever, but like, he's getting a second date. Look at his arms. Yeah. And my sister-in-law was like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'd go on like, just from the way he looked, I'd go on a second date with him. I don't know how that date was going, <laughs> but I right. would go on a second date with him. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I think it's funny. Yeah, I guess I guess if a guy is good looking yeah. enough, but still, if they're threatening, it's both ways. But if you're th- yeah. the guy we're talking about is the guy that's like, I'm I'm not even looking at you as a person. I'm like <laughs> seeing past you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which is doesn't a girl like you is gonna pick up on that? Oh yeah. You know. I know the yeah. dummies we're talking about. Right. Yeah, they're gonna be like, this is awesome. <laughs> and then the guy's gonna be like, "This is awesome." Yeah. So yeah, really? go with uh, that making. Let's start from or go from. You're 17, mm-hmm. and you feel ashamed when dudes kind of. Sometimes older men. Yeah. More, but yeah. Yeah. So what is it like, kind of like specifically, um, like the difference between a like pleasant experience being hit on? Or being noticed for your looks and then, like, a negative experience? I've had um, men say just, I guess a negative experience would be someone um, who 
who has a lot of ideas and like control before they even approach you. Oh, like they played it out. Yeah. yeah. And that's why the letter First was degree. specifically, especially creepy because it was yeah. like, I want to take you to Kings Island and oh. I want you to like, basically I want to take you on vacation and I want to buy you things and take care of you. Oh my gosh. The less, the fewer ideas they have, the more you're going to feel like an equal. So if a guy comes up and says, wow, you're really beautiful. Like, Tell me about yourself. Yeah. That doesn't really feel so threatening. That could no. be anybody talking to you. And he is hitting on you. He called you attractive. Or, and that's not necessarily insulting. Totally. But if a guy comes up and says, hey. I've made plans. Hey, you look nice. I'd like to take you out to dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a black person voice, was it? Mm-mm. No. I didn't think so. <laughs> so like, was it? You tell me. <laughs> it started to it. sound like it halfway through it. I was like, that's not what I meant. No. It could be anybody. No, he was white in my head. <laughs> okay. So. I want to take you out to dinner and show you a nice time and mm-hmm. you look real nice. And just the Your more Your cadence ideas. is just like, I'm going to rape you. Yeah. You're but, like, it's that aggressive, like, here are my things I'm going to say. But and men then, do, some men have that and it's not, I mean... Both men approaching you probably do want to have sex with you. Right. That's like an ultimate goal. One guy's thought about it more. But one guy, <laughs> one guy's like twenty steps ahead of right. you. Like yeah. you're already like in his apartment. Like. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. Naked. I don't, and I don't even know what it is. Like, let's see where this goes. Right. You know, you seem kind of nice. Maybe he wants. He wants, it, yeah. he wants you to want him back. He wants you to, and that's another thing about men too. If they yeah. want you to want them back. If yeah. they have a desire for that. Because if you don't have that, that's really bad sign. Yeah. It's you don't care. Men who buy women, that that's a that's the problem, too. Yeah. They don't really care. That's And that's weird. It's a, self, so it's weird. a weird self-esteem thing, but a lot of men are like that. And really? that's creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because that means, that is like you saying, I don't really care if you're into it. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. I have these ideas. Yeah. <laughs> That's so strange. That's so strange because for me, if a girl isn't interested in me, I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm not. That's I'm not good. into that. Right. Yeah. My husband's like that. Oh, I'm sure. He would never. He he really needs to feel like like he wouldn't. He doesn't even want to have sex with me unless I really want to. Yeah. He's just like he needs to feel yeah. like I'm want him or right. Like what's? Well, the- I do, but it, like he he doesn't. But you hear about men like. Trying to have sex with women and being like pushy or pushing themselves on them, even men that you don't think are like rapey or bad, and you think, geez, that's kind of like, it doesn't seem right just because it just means there's something bad about that guy. There's something bad. What do you mean? If if he wants, like when men, you hear about men raping women, you say, oh, that's you know, that's violent, that's wrong, but there's something else like morally like weird about that guy that he doesn't care if the woman wants him back he doesn't yeah that's just like that's not everybody like not like when women talk about generalize about men and rape culture i just i don't really agree because Uh my experience is that that most men are not like that yeah they're just not yeah they don't want those the same things no so no yeah that is interesting the guy that doesn't take no for an answer, not even in the extreme kind of instance where it's totally rape. Right. Just someone's just saying no. And they're, right, they're and I wasn't even through. trying to. Right, but, but the guy that's just hitting on a girl at the bar, and the girl's like, oh, no, thanks, I don't want to drink. Yeah. That's fine. I appreciate it. I'm flattered. But the guy that's, like, still, like, 
I'm gonna be more aggressive now. It's like, okay, she's gone. Right. She's gone. Right. She's not interested. Right. You're not getting more attractive the more aggressive you get. Right. And that's weird. For most, excuse me, for most women, but some women, maybe this is where that comes from. Maybe there's like some evolutionary purpose. Some women really, really, really want to feel wanted too, though. They really do like being pursued. And they really do kind of go with whomever, like, pursues them the most. Really? This person wins. Yeah, I knew people like that. Oh, man. This person won. Because they tried the hardest. they tried the hardest. Really? I don't make decisions like that yeah. at all. And I, I, I think that's probably why I decided very young that I was not going to make decisions like that. I was going to make, you know. Yeah. I'm going to do exactly what I want. Not just men, but, but anything for that matter. Like, right. You can't just go with whatever comes to you. You have to make choices and do what you want. Right, but these girls, aren't they making the choice to go with the guy that's so pushy? I guess. Because they're I, into it's it? It's still a choice. I guess it's just something that they're into. Yeah. It's the... I think it's kind of like the threatening nature of it. If, if a guy's pushy, if he's like, oh, man, I'm really like into it but as soon as he seems like threatening at all like it's not going to be the girl's choice at all you know what i mean mm -hmm. when he's aggressive and he's almost making it known that he's like hey i'm i'm larger than you yeah you know and like yeah just trying to intimidate then Have it's you like ever, do you ever watch always sunny i do yeah and yeah. dennis always there's one episode where Dennis keeps saying the implications. But they, won't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they won't say no because of the implication. Right. And everyone keeps looking at him like, yeah. why are you saying this? Yeah. And then, and then Max, like, he's like, thinks it's really rapey. But then at the end, he's like, the implication. Because like, they're taking those hookers out. Yeah. No, but I mean, even them, he's like, the implication. And he's still yeah. like, it's still playful. Yeah. Because you know they're not going to rape anyone, but there's definitely. <laughs> In the scene, they're, they want to take girls out on the boat in the middle of the sea. And they're hoping to yeah. have sex with these girls because they're on the middle, middle of the sea. And there is the thought that they can't go anywhere. Right. But they're still, like, good guys. So it's still funny. I think that Mac is a more innocent character than Dennis. Yeah, Dennis is very devious. Yeah, because there's the Dennis system. Yeah. Oh, there's... my God. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Uh, now, nah, yeah, okay. Um, I don't think he would rape anyone, but I think that's like... He's, yeah, he's, he has bad intentions. He's a little bit deviant, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, no, that is... I went off on a tangent about Always Sunny, but it... <laughs> right. Like, most people watch it, so they'll yeah. get it. They'll like it. Good. Um, yeah. So, what is... Could you explain the difference between the good and the bad, though? If you could give, like, an example... Oh, the What's, good. like, repulsive when a guy comes up to you? Oh, that's difficult. Um, I, just, it's like, hard help to the dudes out. The, help the dudes out. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can give some tips. Um, I think that buying someone a drink, a girl a drink, is a nice gesture. Okay. But doing that right away can be pushy. Because it's, like... It's almost like, like you're buying a little bit of their time. Oh, absolutely. Like, you owe like, it to them now. Like giving your, you know, in the old days, they used to give girls money to go to the powder room. What's that mean? Like, um, what did that do? To go, like, it would, like, buy their time so that they would come back. 
like Wait. on like dates and sometimes like it was more common with like escorts but even like with women like yeah can I have some money for the powder room that means oh, they would come back right but that's kind of like the same thing like oh, i'll give you like I'm going to buy you a drink. Yes. And then you have to talk to me while you drink this. Right. If the drink, that's, especially if the drinks, if it's not like, can I buy you a drink? Because then the girl's saying, yeah, you can have my time. Like, don't lead with that. Right. If it's like, here's a drink. Right. You owe me 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. If you're, if you're already talking to them. Yeah. And you want to buy them a drink. Honestly, it'd probably be best just to, um talk them for a little bit and then talk to them later if you meet them out somewhere because they probably have something to do anyways because they're there. They're it's probably true. with friends. Not alone. Yeah. Not a thing wanna, that girls do. Right. You they don't monopolize do. their time. Yeah. Or um, or even if you're out somewhere and you see a girl and you want to talk to her, it's probably best to find a way to just talk to them rather than to just dive into talking about that you're interested in them because it, it seems shallow yeah to tell someone that you're is. interested in them um just from looking at them yeah yeah even though like you said both dudes that come up to you in the grocery store still want to have sex with you they still want to have sex with but you. but the one guy is seemed he could not he could also like the frozen pizza that you're looking at right you know, like oh my gosh, I always buy that frozen pizza. Mm-hmm. He's never bought that frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we buy the same frozen pizza brand. Right, exactly, and it seems less threatening. You're it like, does seem oh, less threatening. Okay. Oh, it's so funny. Right, yeah. There's something <laughs> weird. There's something weird about the guy who's clearly already imagined having sex with you. Right. Yeah. Right. There's too many steps ahead. Also, it, it might imply that they haven't had sex in a while. Mm. If they're too pushy, it means ah. that they might not have had sex in a while, so their options aren't as great. If they're eager to hang out with you and do things with you right away, they have a lot of time. Gotta be aloof. You gotta be aloof. Mm. You gotta be mm. aloof, yeah. not pushy. I mean, I'm married, so this isn't like... I, I mean, I'm not the best person to give advice on this, but I'm still a person who gets hit on, so I guess... Yeah. And I have a lot of girlfriends who are yeah. always looking and... There you go. The same thing. How long have you been married for? I've been married since I was 23. 23. Okay. 22. Well, you had some time. Yeah, I had some time. Yeah, you can give tips. Yeah. <laughs> you could write a blog. I could write a blog. You could. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, how did your time act? Do you have any more Kroger stuff? Kroger stuff. Any weird Kroger happenings? Um. I mean, there were the guys that offered me other jobs. I actually did. And up, this is interesting. I did take a job from somebody, from an older man, who offered me a job when I was working at Kroger. Okay. And I went and worked in his restaurant for a while. And he never did anything, but he was always creepy toward me. Okay. He would ask me for hugs. It was like an old man coffee shop. And I remember getting, like, pinched. Not on, like, my bottom or anything, but, like... Just yeah. no one should fucking touch like, you no at one should all squeeze whatsoever. You. No, no one should touch anyone at work ever. No. Unless you're like shaking hands or someone's crying and you need to give them a hug. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Even then you might want to ask first. I'm not. Yeah. I was a very professional teenager. More right. so than I am now even. So. Yeah. So I, I, and he ended up firing me. Oh. I don't think he liked my personality after I got there. 
Really? I think I was, like, happy and playful enough. He straight up fired you? He fired me, yeah. Because you weren't, like... He said that somebody else wanted more hours. It was a small place, but... That wasn't it? I don't think that was it. Huh. I bet... I don't I don't know what he wanted. I think that he thought that me being young and cute would be good for the... Oh, yeah. You know, exactly. you know, for the clientele and the men who worked there, but... I don't think I really fit that bill. He had different expectations. Too. Right. Yeah. I think there was a there was a coffee shop when I was in high school that was like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a girl I knew worked there. And she's like very much like you. Where she was just like trying to make bagels and stuff. But yeah. the guy was very... I think he kind of wanted to do like a Hugh Hefner type thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how he saw I himself. I felt like this guy might have been trying to do some... At a, at a coffee shop. Yeah. No, same thing. It was a bagel. It's called Big Apple Bagel. Oh. They're everywhere. But he had a franchise, and he that was his thing. And he was, like, notorious for being, like, a playboy. Mm. Or, like, trying to be. Bagel playboy. Yeah. Wanted mm. to be. But he'd do that. I think it was part, like you said, he wanted, you know, cute girls working at a store, drum up business. But I think he also wanted to be kind of, like... Hugh Hefner. They say, like, the... I've heard people say that one of the best jobs you can get if you want to be a guy like that is to, like, own a restaurant or be a manager at a restaurant because there is just an endless supply of young, attractive women. Yeah. Like, if you're, you know, you're a manager at a restaurant or a bar. Isn't that illegal or something? Isn't that some Uh, sort of law where you can't be, like, hooking up with people that are underlings or something um there's probably a role there i don't know i mean as long as the person is oh, the age of consent it's not illegal it's un- it's unethical certainly okay but it's up to the business itself it's up to the business itself oh uh, yeah that was exactly <laughs> what was happening then yep he yeah. i mean he, if he was the owner yeah you know then he probably was did it work out for mel the guy that i yeah did any yeah any i think girls come the, i really do up? think that there were girls that were older than me that I think okay. that flirted with him a lot more. and Any know. funny business, you think? Uh, probably. You think so? Yeah, I think so. How old is this guy? Old, like 60. Yeah, that's how old the guy at the Big Apple was. He was old, and he was weird, and he he thought he was, like, really, really smart, but really he just surrounded himself with, like... Yeah. I mean, 16, 17, 18-year-old mm-hmm. girls are pretty much right. mentally disabled. I right. can't really say that I... <laughs> yeah. Provided yeah. much you know, brilliant conversation. Well, I think it says something about you that you got fired. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got fired. Because you were supposed to be, I think you were supposed to treat him like daddy. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. I, I didn't. Right. I was kind of like, ew. Yeah, because it's gross. <laughs> it's a gross thing to do. So I went back to Kroger after that. Yeah. To work with all the older unionized people. Yeah. Salt of the earth. Never had problem with the people I work with at Kroger. Oh, that was cool. a good time. Yeah. Just yeah. people who came in. Came crawling there back. There was a, one guy that came in one time and hit on me. And I was wearing like a thermal shirt. Yeah, tighter. Like a tighter thermal yeah. shirt. And he asked me if I had thermal pajama bottoms at home that matched it. Yeah, that's weird. That was one of the creepiest things. He was, and he um, told me I should dye my hair back blonde because it was much sexier. Yeah. I was like, wow, you've seen me a lot. Like, you... <laughs> you remember you me. You follow my hair colors yeah. and think Man. about my pajamas. It sucks being <laughs> a girl. It, you know... It really... I mean, go on. Uh, yeah, do you it, disagree? I agree. Well, I kind of agree. I you think understand that what I'm saying. If I do all the right things in this life, maybe I'll get to come back as a man. Yeah. 
you know. If you're lucky. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but but there are some, you know, there's some not so great things about being a man, too. They have their own problems. They have their own pressures. There's a lot of, you know. Like, I'm just curious, what? Like, men? Um. What do we got? Like, men are, women do have expectations on men still to be more of the provider, to be more strong, to not have as many feelings, to, you know, and some men actually are actually like that, but some men aren't. But you um, kind of have a past to be more vulnerable as a woman? What's that? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I I don't, I try not to take it, but no, I definitely I know have that past. Yeah. The expectation's just not there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and sort of, I guess I'd probably feel that more if I was married or had kids or something. Right. I'd probably feel more of that, man, that it pressure. sucks to be a dude. Right. Because I have to buy people stuff. And what men, husbands are like wives punching bags, honestly. Really? I mean, I'm not me in particular, but yeah, yeah. I women know. put a lot of pressure on their husbands. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it's I've not it. it's not the right thing to do, but I mean, men men have problems too. Being a woman has some perks. A non-married man without kids? Best thing in the world, right? Yep. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I do. It's ideal. It's ideal for me. Maybe one day I'll be convinced otherwise, but yeah. I guess I just yeah. think as a woman, it's, I don't know. I guess you just don't have, I, I feel safe all the time. I can walk anywhere. Yeah. And maybe that's not, obviously, I think sometimes I do walk places where I'm not safe, but I still feel that way. So I'm really speaking to the attitude that I always feel safe. Yeah. Everywhere. Right. I don't worry about walking anywhere. I I naturally feel safe. Yeah. But I'm wrong. And then I'll make myself not feel uh, safe. Okay. You know so you I don't mean? have like, that fear, but you probably I don't should. Have, I should, but I make myself have it. It just just it's I think I think it's more important to not be fearful and to more be aware and informed. Cautious. I wouldn't say I'm afraid. Cautious. I'm not really. I don't really feel afraid, honestly. Okay. I, I think a lot of women do, though. Yeah, for sure. Because there's like a market for that. Dang. Did you hear that there is a um, that there's a new female dri- like Uber service? It's an Uber service, but it's called Chariot. Uh, they only have female drivers, and they only pick up women. That's. I like that. <sighs> It bothers me a little bit. Why? Because I feel like women are safe using Uber. Yeah, I don't know. I drove for Uber, and I've taken so many Ubers by myself. Yeah. And there's so much accountability. It's graded. There's background checked. There's license plate numbers. Yeah. I mean, there's so much accountability. And um, I think that the female Uber service is more about monetizing women's fears than it is about actually keeping women safe. Okay. Do you see what I, I mean? Totally. Because so I think just, that yeah. women should be more informed and know that. Yeah. Yeah, there are prop. There are um, over a thousand, you know, cases in Uber. Right. Where there's been sexual harassment or attacks, but right. Think about how many Uber rides there are. Yeah, it's and, a very and small. learn statistics. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're almost creating a problem. They they're are. creating a fear that's not there. Right. Yeah. That's how I feel. Oh, okay. But yeah, when I say all that, I want is all I want is women to feel safe. Right? No, that's fair. If they feel safe in an Uber, take an Uber. <laughs> Who? We don't need what's it? Chariot? Chariot. Yeah. Chariot. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe 
if it makes you feel better, then do it. Yeah, do what you want. But for me, it just like rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. I was like, bitches, you're fine. Yeah, I have that too with some things. People... <laughs> I feel like that a lot, but I feel like as a man, you don't get to say that as much probably. I don't. You, you, if women I said, are probably... bitches, you're fine? No. <laughs> I get I'll to like say that. Bitches, listeners. calm down. You're fine. Yeah, you can say that. Say it. <laughs> bitches, Preach. calm down. You are fine. There you go. Yeah. It is, I know what you mean. I think there is, yeah, you can kind of create an industry on fear of like, pepper spray and all that yeah but yeah whatever makes you feel safe i feel safe all the time that's right you don't, don't, have, you don't have to worry about that because you feel safe all the time yeah, but no you don't you feel safe all the time. i too, do feel so. safe most of the time i know that i shouldn't go some places by myself in the middle of the night i live yeah i live um right between clifton and otr mm-hmm. so there are streets i would never walk by down by myself at night yeah you're just not dumb but you're i cautious. think if i were a man i might not do that either though yeah yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. Yeah, there's certain... I know what you mean. Yeah. I imagine our red area of town, where we don't walk. Mm-hmm. Yours is just a little small. Right. You know. Um, yeah, you mentioned... You You said something about guys will give you stuff. Yeah. Guys will offer things. Right. And you've realized that free stuff isn't always great. No, because nothing's free. Yeah. And and by nothing's free, you might not be paying for it with, like, your body. You yeah. might just be paying for it with your dignity or your time. Yeah. And those things are so important, too. For sure. I mean, probably more important than my body, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know think, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I there's a... And I say that as a woman who's married... I mean, my husband makes more money than I do. When we mm-hmm. were dating, he bought me things. And I'm not saying that any man shouldn't do that or have that inclination or that you should you should be vulnerable when you're with the right person. Yeah, for sure. But there's no shortcuts to getting yeah, what it's you all, it's want a and doing yeah. the right thing. Yeah. I feel like once you're in a like committed relationship, it's all, like a gift is a completely different thing. Yeah. You've got it. The rules are completely different. Yeah. You've already won. <laughs> Right. It's already there. Now you're just showing someone love by buying something. Right. By giving some of your resources to them. Well, and that's why some men do get married and then they just never do anything nice for their wife again. I know. they don't have to. Exactly. I already won. They already bought the time. They bought the time. They bought it all. Yeah. yeah. Her body, everything. Yep. It's all done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that is... That is... Uh, I had a friend... It's a real, like, basic example of that same thing. Mm-hmm. But he was at this bar, like, a friend of his brought... It was a female friend, and then there's this, like, belligerent drunk dude at the bar, okay? Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, oh, I'm going to buy you a drink. Like, I'm going to buy... Yeah, I'm getting around for everyone. And he's like, no, I don't want your drink. Mm-hmm. I don't drink, first of all. And I just don't... Or no, he did drink, but he's just like, no, I don't want it, because I know, I know what this is. I'm going to, like, get the next round. There's some right. sort of, like, it's not it's not benevolent. It's not like, oh, right. I like you, Joel. Here's a drink. I bought it for you. No, don't, like, reciprocate or anything. Well, people do that even, like, people do that with friends. Like, what do you they mean? They try to, like, like you said, like, um, like, buy a round or buy a drink, buy your time. Yeah. Like, people will do that because they want to hang out with you. Oh, yeah. If you're straight up about it, though, it's not a big deal. No, no, and it's good to do nice things for your friends, but... Yeah. Some people just want to suck the life out of you. Yeah. And they have to pay for it in some way. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Or they want to suck the life out of you. <clears throat> and then you're almost like, well, okay, I'll give them that. And then you're like, no, it wasn't worth it. No. They could have given me, like, they could have taken me to, like, Jeff Ruby's. <laughs> and still, it still wouldn't yeah. have been worth it. Yeah, the no. part of your soul that's gone from, like, an evening with that person? Yes. Not worth it. There is a Seinfeld episode where that, you watch Seinfeld? Yeah, Mendy's. Yep, Mendy's. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Banya. Yeah, Banya. Yeah. I the just want some guy. soup. Right. <laughs> Doesn't count. It counts. Isn't that weird Did that Did he crumble they're... some crackers? Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm on the side of, like, if you're out with someone, that's what you're giving them. Right. It's not like, yeah, and because it's, ultimately, he didn't, Banya thinks, oh, it's about, you owe me money for food. Right. And then. Give that suit. Right. And then Jerry's like, no, I'm, you're buying my time. And I've spent right. an evening with an insufferable person. And I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, it's weird. Jerry didn't even want the suit after that. Yeah. He was Kramer. so insufferable. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what those people gain from hanging out with people that just... I think that's just them. like they've gotten to the point where that's their only option. Like, where that's people it? don't want to be around them. People don't enjoy being with them. And... They would rather pay for it than, than spend their time alone. That's so sad. Right. It's so sad. Or um, or they have it in their their head that they're a certain way and they should be friends with a certain like caliber of people. Yeah. And so there, there's some entitlement there, but then once they start hanging out with those people and realize they don't really want them there, they just desperately grasp They want to be associated cling. with them mm-hmm. more they than be anything. associated with them. Oh, man. Yeah, it's the worst. That's, yeah. I don't know. Again, I think I think that brings us back to I want people to desire me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's what's important if people, you know, desire you and like you and yeah. want you to be happy and right. want you to like them and want them to be happy. Those mm-hmm. are real relationships. Yep. Not writing letters to 16-year-old girls and offering to take them to King's Island. Man. Rides in their cars and... I wonder how that played out for him. It was just like, yep, yep, this is going to work. This is going to be my pet slash daughter. Slash this lover. Slash lover. Man, I wonder I wonder what the percentage of him being like, yeah, this will work. Well, and I also wonder, like, is this something that he did regularly? Like, yeah, did you he weren't write, his only. Right. His did he write a letter to other girls? Did he go into Frisch's across the street and, like, write letters to those waitresses and then like drop some off just a numbers game yeah it's a numbers game he's like dropping off all these letters and maybe somebody called him and like went to king's island with him because i mean cast a wide net right maybe that's the case and honestly that's way less creepy than him coming in like yeah you know a couple days a week scoping me out like i'm gonna write this letter i'm built i've built myself up to this this is like a moment this is important that's creepy it is I hope that he wrote, like, hundreds of letters. For sure. You only have so much <laughs> mental energy to spend. So to know his mental energy was spent on 100 other girls, it's like, whatever. Uh, just yeah, a, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not a big deal. I doubt that's the case, though. <laughs> I, doubt it I don't too. think it was. I doubt it, too. That was a letter. He thought about that. He yeah. seemed letters like... Letters, they take time. We're not <sighs> writing, like, 100 of them. But if you think... I guess this was back in, like... This was back before Facebook... 
or my I guess there was MySpace, but it wasn't popular. Yeah. People did email sometimes. Could and have they, found did, you. They did text message. Yeah. But I guess if you didn't have someone's phone number. Now, if you want to talk to someone, you contact them on Facebook. Right. I guess he. Yeah. Did what he could. <laughs> yeah. Times were tough for creeps. So creepy. Yeah. I'll never forget that. Okay. Well, if you have, if you could sum it up. Whether it's advice or it's just like in a sentence, a synopsis, what you learned, how you feel now, what what's that? I learned at that time, that coming of age time, that in that eight time when mm-hmm. you wrote that letter, I, I learned that um, uh, two things: that I am in this situation where I'm going to have to protect myself from other people, mm-hmm. and you don't owe anybody your time just because they they talk to you or wanted to bother you or yeah that that you you are you make your own choices and you're responsible for you know protecting yourself um and the second thing was is that him doing that um was not any type of reflection on me and that i'm not responsible and far as far as like like him choosing to write that letter, that was him. That was all him. Yeah. I didn't do anything to make him want to write that letter. Yeah. I mean, I was unaware of that. But I think that's that's how you should feel when someone does something to you or says something to yeah. you. Like, you know. So at the time, you thought, I brought this upon myself. In a little way. Yeah. You, you kind of feel like that because it's never happened before. So you kind of weigh the... Yeah. But you realize, like, though, there's nothing you can do. And there's nothing that I should change about myself just because this happened. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think that's good. I totally agree with... Are you a people pleaser? I am a little bit. You are a little bit? Okay. A little bit. Not... Maybe not especially. Yeah. I think... I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted people to be... I don't know. I wanted people to be happy mm-hmm. and to like me, and I didn't want to disappoint people. But I kind of had to get over that and realize. I think you really have to be meaner. You have to be like, look, yes. you seem perfectly fine, but like, I don't. I refuse to be. It's exhausting being like manipulated by people. Yes. And having them take advantage of your time or right. any sort of mental energy. Even having a conversation with someone. Yes. Taxing. So it's, true. Ah. You're exactly right. And it's even more exhausting if you're naturally somewhat of a people pleaser. Yeah. Because you are putting um, even more energy into it than, than some people would. Yeah. Totally. I agree with you. I think that I'm naturally a people pleaser, but like you said, you, you learn not to be yeah. as much. You realize that your time and you what you want is important. Right. So yeah, that's something you have to learn. Yeah. I think even with a... Uh like taxi driver, Uber driver, anyone you like come in contact with, mm-hmm. like, or at the bank or anything, I stopped going to my bank. Okay. Because they were too nice to me. <laughs> All right. Like I would go in, the guy would say, Hey, Joey, haven't seen you for a while. How have you been? How's the family back in Indiana? And I'm just like, look, Ugh. I want to just go in there. I know what you and mean. Get some checks. <laughs> and leave. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It does. I, I know I know I've been there too. Or like I've I've caught myself doing weird things like, like to avoid talking to certain people. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like Yeah. Say and it. sometimes you make it even worse. Like like you'll see a person and like try not to make eye contact with You and get then caught they, avoiding yeah, you them. Get caught or mm-hmm. get caught avoiding them or 
then they're like, why? It seems like you're avoiding me. You're in town and you don't tell the person you're in town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but then it's you the... You have to. I, uh, it's like you're caught between hurting their feelings and being miserable. You, you're very personable, so you probably experience people wanting to talk to you a lot, too. Do you yeah. run into that? Like, I, yeah. Like, people talk to you, and then they want to always have an interaction, a connection. They. I think so. Yeah. But I think it's because I've brought it upon myself. Yeah, I agree. I've brought it upon myself, too. Yeah. Because people-pleasing. It's right. a natural feeling. But you're right. I, I like that you said you want people to be happy. Mm-hmm. It's not really as much about yourself. It's about you actually caring about how people feel when they leave the conversation. Or yeah. How they, yeah, I think I'm the same way. Yeah. Because you blow them off. You know, they're just going to feel like shit. Yeah, you don't want them to feel bad about themselves. No. Right. Because they're going to be like, oh, he, that was such a great conversation we had like two weeks ago. And I was expecting that now. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't get it. And I almost felt like he didn't. It like makes the conversation we had two weeks ago feel fake to them. But you know what? Right. It was fake. <laughs> you know? I don't want to have it. <laughs> Right, you had to. You felt like you had to do it, and yeah. you did it. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, doesn't help anyone. I'm right there with you. Yeah, but maybe that's something I learned too—not to be that—that that you have to create boundaries way before you're uncomfortable. Yeah. So you don't get in those situations. Because what if I had been like, even said hi to that person that yeah. wrote me that letter, Tom? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're opening it up. Right. Yeah, man. Be an asshole. Be an asshole sometimes. And it's hard, but I mean, honestly, you might be just saving their feelings later instead of like, yeah, man, that goes, that goes so deep. It goes (laughs) so deep in directions and relationships, just cutting it off. Yes. Before it's like you've made a monster. It's hard. Yeah. Girls are hard too. I feel like I have a harder time with women who want to be friends with me than like guys who want to hit on me Yes. because if a guy's hitting on you, it's pretty obvious why. You, you know, they, yeah. they, they know that they were taking that risk, and it's not really that big of a deal. Yes. But when girls try to be friends with each other, yeah. it just never stops. And then yeah. before you know it, you're just, you're on, a, you know, a mini vacation apple picking in Indiana with four girls you never really wanted to talk to in the first place. You're in hell. You're just in fucking hell. Yeah. You're in hell. <laughs> You're burning in hell. <laughs> nah, yeah, I think, yeah, because with male relationships, it's normal for you to be like, whatever, get fucked. Right. And it's like, oh, this is a normal thing in life. But for someone to say, oh, I want to spend time with you. I want like a like non, uh, you know, for someone to say, I want to be in a monogamous relationship with you, just you and me, then it's, it's that's a big thing. Right. And it's okay to say, no, I don't want that. Right. But for someone to say, I just want to be a part of your life. You'd be like, I don't want you to have anything to do with me. Well, it's not even like, it might not even be anything that the person did. Because I, I you can only have so many friends. And I have a big family. Yeah. Time. There's just so many, so many slots to fill. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And then you need browsing the internet time. Right. You have to. Yeah, I need my candy crush and Dr. Mm-hmm. Phil time. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't have to. Do you like Dr. Phil? I do. Oh. I love Ironically? Phil. Somewhat ironically. I know oh. it's a ridiculous show, but it's like it's like cocaine for me. 
Like I stare if I watch oh, man. an episode, I will binge watch Doctor Phil on the internet. It is the weirdest thing. Yeah, because it's not. I I think I like the stories and I like Doctor Phil's facial expressions and I like the fact that I don't have to really pay attention or think when it's on. It's just yeah, it's, it's just such, drama. It's just like trashy drama. Okay. Yeah. So. Some people like Basketball Wives, and yeah. I like Dr. Phil. Oh, yeah. I watched uh, <laughs> I watched Bachelor in Paradise, I think. It's, yeah, Bachelor in Paradise. I watched that all summer. What is that? It's um, basically all the contestants of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. That's great. Hang out and <gasps> have sex with each other. Oh, that's so hot. And get... Then there's, like, uh, drama, too. It's unfortunate that you can't actually watch them have sex. You know, you see it, a bit, you do though. see some? Yeah, you see nice. some stuff. Those are some very attractive people. All the oh yeah, yeah, it's coming on the more summer. More of that. Yeah, unedited. There, I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> they 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 cut to like uh, like the night cam. That's that's great. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. I never really got into that show, but I must say, all the people are beautiful. Yeah. I got it. I got into it because there's a dude from my hometown. Oh, really? He is the bachelor. He was. Oh it just God. ended. But what was his name? Ben Higgins. Look him up. I mean, he's like oh he's God. hot shit now. That's yeah. so cool. I, I, yeah. That's why I got into it. But now I'm hooked. Only Bachelor in Paradise, though. No, That's that makes the one sense. With all the yeah, the drama doesn't sound bad to me. Yeah, it's the drama for me. It's not the sex. I love yeah. it. Oh, man, <laughs> just girls yelling at each other and stuff. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's but just yeah. the drama with people that shouldn't even matter that much. That's what's interesting to watch. Is yeah. It? It's just people getting worked up over such petty stuff. Like people they've known for like a week and they're just pulling each other's hair. They put them in like a situation though where it's like, it's not your home. It's not your element. And then yeah. you have to deal with people that you don't really know. I mean, it could get pretty stressful, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's like grown up summer camp. I feel like I would either get dramatic with people or I would just not talk to anybody. I would just have to like Yeah, you would off right and then they stuff and then the they'd just be like, Hey, what are you doing here? You suck. Right. You gotta get out of here. <laughs> I know, I know. You have to. If you wanna engage then you're gonna have to pull some bitches mm. weave. Oh, that sounds great. That's like flavor of love though, level. Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was television. That was <laughs> Oh my gosh. I did watch that. I watched that. I, you did? You said you did, did. watch it? I did. Yeah. I watched all of it. I watched... Were there, yeah. Both seasons of Flavor of Love and I Love New York. Yeah, I watched... Oh man. I watched the original... I watched the original... I'm gonna cut this out. Oh yeah. But I did watch the original... What was it? It was Bridget Nielsen and him. Oh, um, the surreal life. Surreal life, mm-hmm. yeah. That was good too. That was pre Flavor of Love. Yes, that's yeah. why he got a show. That's why he got that show because mm-hmm. it didn't work out with Bridget. That's yeah. right. Okay. All right. Well, this has been awesome. Okay. This is a really great episode. Oh, well, thank you. Do you have anything to plug? Um, I do not. Unfortunately, Nothing? well, you can follow me. I haven't been very funny on this episode, I feel. But if you want, no, to you've been great. Like this me was a funny on, one. <laughs> like me on um, my Faith Mueller comedy page on Facebook, or follow me on Twitter at Faith Mueller. And I think that's it. Yeah, Instagram. I I have a personal Instagram, but oh, private. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. I don't make anything private. That's for pussies. Oh, there you go. But <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah follow me and um yeah thanks for listening thanks for having me on i appreciate it yeah thank you for doing it thanks all right later bye